Hello and welcome to the Relationship Breakthrough Show from Aligned With Love. I'm Matt. And I am Rebecca. This is the place for people to have a magical, loving, intimate relationship. Thanks for joining us now. Let's get started. Hello, I'm Chris and I'm delighted today to be joined by Matt and Rebecca to hear more about their story and how they came to be doing what they do today. They've got a combined more than 20 years of experience working in personal and professional change and have worked both individually and together with couples to support them in getting clarity on their relationship and to be able to have the kind of relationship that really serves them. So we're going to hear a little bit about their own challenges through their relationships and how they've brought that experience into their work. So firstly, welcome. Thanks for joining me today. And I'd love to hear from the two of you why you decided to focus on the area of relationships and how you developed this passion to really master this area. So off you go, Matt. Fantastic. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Firstly, thanks for hosting us today. Great to, um, great to be here with you. And um, yeah, thanks for the, the question. We, you know, I had my own challenges in relationship. I was in a long-term relationship, a failing relationship for many, many years, extremely unhappy. And my struggle really to make sense of that and to work out how I could get myself in such a position, you know, really was the catalyst to what, what I'm doing now, my, my, my quest in this, this area. I was in a relationship and I, I thought I was doing the right things. I was trying to, you know, keep everyone happy, do my best. Um, but it really wasn't working. It was a disaster, really. Um, as I say, not only for myself, I was very unhappy, very lonely. I really wasn't meeting my needs in the relationship at all. Uh, and I don't think my partner, my ex-partner was either. Um, um, but also just noticing the effects on my children, you know, really was a wake up call, realizing that this failing relationship was having a cost, not only on myself, but on other people around me as well. And yeah, so I came to really reevaluate some assumptions I guess I had at that time. And I went on a journey. And that journey, in this case, ended, finished with me having to end that relationship and moving on. Right. And Rebecca, how about you? Oh, wow. Well, Chris, first of all, thank you so much for interviewing us today. My journey was uh, a bit similar and also different to Matt. I, I just had so many failing relationships with different guys. Some guys were what I call nice guys. I really felt loved and safe with them, but I didn't have attraction, any attraction. So you can imagine how challenging that was every night, every morning. <laughs> <laughs> then I changed the strategy and I started to have other kinds of partners. They were very exciting, a lot of adrenaline. I felt so attracted to them. But I didn't feel safe and I didn't feel loved. So I didn't know what was going on. And I had to be very honest with myself. And the common denominator was me. So I decided to stop dreaming with the ideal partner, to stop looking for him. And I took a year off relationships and I studied relationships in depth. What is going on? Why they're impossible? and what's going on with me. And I started my healing journey and, and I did a lot of hypnosis. This is why I became a hypnotherapist because it worked for me so well. And, and then I felt in a very good place. I was in a very good place and I started to work on myself. I wanted to help other people in, this, in a similar situation. And in that journey, 
I met Matt mm. <laughs> and then we decided to do this together because we we were very experienced and we were studying similar things we I had already been working as a hypnotherapist for a, with a lot of clients he was a coach so it was like the perfect <laughs> situation the perfect uh, people and the the right time everything came to a natural point where we created Align with Love. Excellent. Now, I suppose it's, it's quite difficult to be successful in a relationship and uh, you know, around 50% of marriages end in divorce and many of the rest are unhappy. Is it even possible to have a successful relationship long term? That's a great question, Chris. Yeah. Shall, shall I start, Rebecca, on this Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's such a great question. And as you say, the statistics are really mind-boggling in terms of the success rates around relationships, particularly marriages. And um, it does make you wonder, you know, is there something fundamentally wrong here? You know, are we missing something in the way that we approach relationships as a society that just means that they don't work or they have particular systematic challenges it's not just that one or two relationships struggle you know many many relationships struggle and um, one thought Chris is you know we don't learn much at school Mm. about relationships or at least we didn't when I was there maybe you had some very basic sex education from the biology teacher but that's about (laughs) it Um, beyond that it's a question of just making things up and try to make it work you know and a lot of what we learn in that case then is really from our parents or the people around us and you know maybe our parents are having the most incredible perfect blissful relationship but quite often they're not you know they're having their own challenges whatever they may be so it's, it's such a great question um, yeah maybe I'll let Rebecca just add, add her thoughts to that um, I think it is possible I, I love what you said Matt by the way I completely agree with you the way we do relationships in the society the way it's configured today it is a big challenge and I also believe that it is possible to have a successful relationship for anyone who is willing to have it. The problem is that some people are not willing to have it and some other people are conflicted. A part of them wants to have it, wants to be in a relationship, and the other part of them doesn't want to be in a relationship. And like that, not only you make yourself miserable in the relationship, but you are also stopping your partner from being happy in a relationship. So I think we need to be uh, responsible for our own inner conflicts. Um, so not only we can be happy, but also let other people be happy. Uh, so I think if you are willing, if you are committed to have a successful relationship, you can definitely have that. And it takes it takes uh, it takes personal responsibility, and to take to put things in place to really understand what is going on, just like I did myself, um, because otherwise it's not going to be able to happen. And you know, the interesting thing is that whether we take a decision to commit to have a successful loving relationship, uh, to commit ourselves to have that, or whether we don't take that decision we are taking that decision because by not taking a decision we are already committed committing ourselves to have a failing relationship that that's a really great point i was just going to add to that if i may chris um yeah that if we just allow if we leave things to chance then it's a gamble it's a gamble and it maybe things are going to work out but most likely they may not 
and it's a bit like if you want to get yourself in a peak physical condition you know Chris I know you're a keen runner mm. you know you don't get yourself into a great condition at random or by accident you get yourself in condition by taking certain actions don't you yeah. and it's a bit similar with a relationship that if we just leave things to chance and just sort of say well things will be what they will be then we're leaving things in the chunk in the in the hands of luck really uh, but what we find is that if we get more intentional and focus in on you know identifying what our challenges may be what our limitations may be and how we can overcome them then we can start showing up quite differently and this is where we've got the chance to have really a very different kind of relationship than we may otherwise do so just coming back to your question Chris you know I definitely believe it is possible to have a an incredible relationship you know the other thing that came to mind with your question as well was sometimes what we experience at the beginning of a relationship you know during that time when you know we're in love and we're full of passion and everything's perfect well the way we're built that just doesn't continue forever quite in that way you know we go through different stages in the relationship and we get to a, a stage that we 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 call um you know enduring love where it doesn't have that same passion adrenaline but it is very solid connected deeper in many ways so you know once we access the tools and strategies to get to that point then there's no reason why we can't have a magic relationship that lasts on and on right yeah i i, I also wanted to add something else Chris, and is that a successful relationship is not a perfect relationship that is always uh, and the couple is always happy and everything is a hundred percent perfect all the time there is there are gonna be ups, high, ups, ups and downs but they know how to rescue each other you know from from when they feel down or there's a, someone is upset they know what to do and that recovery time is short it doesn't take days and weeks without speaking to each other. It can take hours, a few hours. It depends. Some people are more sensitive, but they recover themselves. They help each other, and and they they're happy. It's normal. It's natural. A relationship can have ups and downs, but the in the long term, the couple sticks together. They're happy. They support each other. So I definitely believe it is possible a hundred percent good now tell me you two what do you enjoy most about uh, the work that you do hmm. uh, do you want to go first Matt or shall I go you go ahead if you like you start <laughs> okay my favorite thing is to see how people come to us willing to take personal responsibility for their lives because they don't want to settle for less because they know that when they settle for less, they become less. And maybe because they've already settled for less for a while and they've had enough. And now they've said enough is enough. I'm here and I deserve to have a life that I want and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna settle for less anymore. That's it. That to me it's one of my <laughs> favorite times to witness. Another one is when when I see the testimonials that people give us i i love it because i'm proud of the clients you know our clients people people doing whatever it, they, it, it takes to to put themselves in a position where they feel proud of themselves and also the or they leading by example for the children 
and and it's not about blaming their partners it's about taking the personal responsibility this is this is my number one thing that i love um and also sometimes when some people are uh, giving us their testimonials i really feel that a soul is speaking through a human <laughs> body it's so inspiring sometimes i really believe that only listening to the testimonials a person with a challenge is already inspired big time <laughs> just by listening those to those mm. testimonials so yeah i love seeing the grace of god or the universe or whatever you want to call it uh, when people are shifting that it to me is precious mm. yeah i really agree with that uh, rebecca completely where you know generally chris when people reach out to us it's not after one argument you know generally people reach out when they've been struggling for quite a while you know in some cases many many years and you know that struggle typically has a cost on themselves and also the people around them yeah and sometimes we see people and they show up for sessions with us and they're in a really bad place you know they, but the the miracle really as rebecca says is that people just get to that point of saying enough is enough you know i'm just not willing to pay the price anymore that this relationship in its current state is costing me. And, you know, I'm really proud of people when it gets to that point. It's really a privilege to be able to support people through that journey, you know, where they're ready for that. Because, you know, we know, as Rebecca says, from the videos and from the testimonials that we get, the people, when they work with us, they do get that shift. So, you know, helping them along that journey is a wonderful privilege mm -hmm. to be able to support people in that way. And, you know, just going back to our own personal stories, Chris, you know, we said about when we got together, we were already working in a similar line of work. You know, Rebecca working as a hypnotherapist, myself as a coach, uh, doing various different kinds of work, but really looking for an opportunity to, to, to provide a service, you know, that will be re of real value to people, to help people shift to the kind of relationship that they want. So when people take that responsibility but then not only take the responsibility but take action and get the result and then we get messages like we get where people say wow we just it's just we had the most incredible christmas ever you know we're normally arguing and we just got along great and just reflecting on the difference that that makes in their lives as well as the lives of the people around them for example their children if they have them is uh is really a blessing you know to be able to have the opportunity to do that um, also, you know, the, the things that we learn, Chris, are valuable for ourselves. You know, we, we're having our own relationship and, you know, we wouldn't be in such a strong place in our relationship had we not worked on and put in place the kind of things that we share with our clients. So that's a real, a real blessing and benefit mm -hmm. as well um, that, you know, we not only see other people benefiting, but, you know, we also get to see the benefits of that yeah, ourselves. so you actually managed to successfully bring together working together as, as well as being in a relationship together. Mm, that's right. <laughs> it's it's a Absolutely challenge Chris, yeah it's a great point. Sometimes uh, yeah we have our moments where it can be difficult. We've we I think we've we've come to a good understanding now Chris. Generally it's not a big problem but we do have certain things that we make sure that we do to that's make right. sure it stays that stays that way. Like, for example, exactly. having our own space, you know, not being too on top of each other all of the time, for example. That's right, definitely. We also have a lot of things in our calendar, eh, Chris, 
like trips together, weekend trips, uh, day trips, and like uh, special days, you know, surprises, and things that we can't miss. And like Matt was saying, our sp our different space to be, you know, very far mm -hmm. from each other because <laughs> we are all the time together working every day. So, ah, and also we've changed our business a little bit. I tend to work with women a lot now, and he works with men, as well as working together together with couples. Because at the beginning, we were working with couples all the time and doing the marketing all the time together. It was too much. But we were, we never had enough of each other because we we like so super <laughs> best friends. But then that has an impact at some level at some time. So, yeah. There are certain things in place, for sure. I wanted to add as well, Chris, that you know, we mentioned earlier about issues in our culture or society that don't always lend themselves to successful relationships. And I think one of them is the way that we live together with our partner. You know, the typical family will be mum, dad and the kids living together under one roof. You know, and that's just how we how we're set up. But if you compare it with how our ancestors would have lived where it would have been much more you know the women together doing certain things the men together doing certain things and then coming together uh, and what it means is that we tend to rely a lot on our partner for the support and the connection in that we would have previously got through other other networks yeah so if you imagine even our grandparents Chris you know they would have been maybe in the fields or down the pit or in a factory you know they would have been you know, much more together as a community, like the men together, the women together. So one of the coping mechanisms, just to give an example, is that we make sure we have time to do those things. So it could be myself going to different men's events, running different men's events, Rebecca with her female friends. And we find that is a very useful, useful dynamic to add into the mix of a relationship, you know, if it's gonna be really healthy. So, That's uh, right. Yeah. Even traveling sometimes uh, on our own, which is quite fun, although we miss each other a lot, but that's the key thing. When we come back, it's magic. And some other people are uh, having securities, they're jealous, you know, uh, controlling their partners. We we don't, we, we're, ha we're okay. Mm -hmm. We trust each other. We can travel on our own. It's all good. We know that when we come back, we come back stronger. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a really great point on trust. I was just going to add, Chris, if I may, uh, around that. That's a, such a powerful foundation. And it's linked to one of the areas that we always work in, which is about our emotional state, you know, working on our emotional state to get ourselves into the best possible emotional state. Because if we're not in a good emotional place, let's say we're not feeling trust and acceptance and gratitude and all these positive things that we, we talk about, then it's very difficult for the relationship to really work you know and that could be you know let's say I didn't trust Rebecca then I would be trying to control maybe oh let's look at your phone I want to see your messages who have you been talking mm -hmm. to and you know as soon as you get into that then well we're already in trouble really so yeah it's so important that we get ourselves into that positive emotional place I think so Matt also it's, it's just about believe, believing in yourself and knowing that that you are good enough and you are great you know i believe i'm an amazing catch chris for any guy to be honest <laughs> although i also know that not everyone likes 
the same thing so i cannot like not everyone would like me but i'm sure that uh, i would not be alone you know if, if i was saying with matt and i would not even be afraid of being alone because i love being on my own so that's a very good foundation to to be able to not to freak out what matt is doing what is he doing where is he going what is he texting where who is he texting you know uh, i cannot leave him alone he's going on holiday where look at him he looks so handsome i wonder what he's gonna do i don't care just <laughs> have fun if i ever see matt all of a sudden having a drink with a super lovely beautiful lady i'm just gonna think oh no wonder because he's amazing everybody likes him i hope she is enjoying him because <laughs> he's mine <laughs> you know i'm not gonna be jealous this is very important to work on this because not, that's, i know that people are quite insecure and that mm. affects their relationship okay well thank you both very much uh, matt and rebecca it's a fascinating insight into mm. some of the work that you do that's great thanks for hosting us chris today great to great to join you Thank you so much, Chris, for hosting us today. It's been a pleasure. Bye. Okay, that's all for today. Thanks again for joining us. And please remember to subscribe and to leave us a review. Who could you share this episode with that needs to hear this message? Share this episode and remember that the quality of your relationship determines the quality of your life. See you on the next episode.